Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we are excited to feature Sophia Leogard. Uh, could you just tell me a little bit about yourself, Sophia? Uh, yeah, so I'm a recent Penn State graduate. I graduated with a film production degree and um, I am so passionate about film and TV. I love telling stories. I think that film and TV, you know, bring the best out of people and like make them laugh. And that's what I love about it. I mean, I know there's all different genres, but that's my personal favorite thing. So, yeah. Perfect. Um, what inspired you to select this path as like a solid career? So actually, I have a little story behind that. I was sitting on the couch at my uncle's house. I wrote my college essay on this, um, so it must have worked. I got into college and film production, but um, I was sitting on the couch. My uncle asked, do you want to watch you know, a movie? I said, yeah, let's put my favorite movie on. It was Just Go With It. It's an Adam Sandler movie, comedy, of course. Um, and we watched the whole movie. We're all laughing, and the credits roll. And my uncle goes, oh my God, my friend wrote this movie. And I was like, what? And at the time I was really passionate about writing. That's really where it all kind of started from, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do with writing. And I was about a sophomore in high school when this happened. And uh, right there is when it clicked. I like the light bulb went off and I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to write for TV. So that's really where my interest started. And um, it just escalated from there. So sick. Okay. Um, yeah. Can you tell me about your submission to our film festival? Just a little summary for now. Yeah. So the submission to the film festival was a little project called Inside My Mind. And it was for an experimental class in college I was taking. And um, we basically had to put together a found sound project. So we went online and we had to find a bunch of different found sounds. And at the time that I created the original version of that video, I was really struggling with anorexia. And so like all my thoughts were pretty much consumed with everything that was in the video, which is just very uh, eating disordered thoughts. And um, I think because that was all that was going on in my mind, like that's what this project, like that's why it came about because I couldn't think of anything else. I couldn't create anything else because my life was so consumed and like at a halt when I, developed this eating disorder. And then I wanted to make it into a bigger project. And so I expanded it and I did a bunch of different cool things with it. So actually the project that was submitted to um, the film festival was the second or third version of that. Cause I had made it earlier, like two years uh, prior and I wanted to finish it and complete it. Okay, cool. Could you tell me a little bit about the start to finish then and like actually making it? Yeah. So like at first it was really hard to put together because I also don't really like being vulnerable and expressing any of this stuff. It's a really personal matter to me. Um, but the teacher at the time that I had was extremely like uh, comforting and very parental in a way. So like I kind of felt comfortable opening up and sharing that with her. And um, so at first it was very choppy and then I think it really came together because I actually also I made it the original version while I was probably nearing like the end or what I'd like to think is the end of my eating disorder because uh, that's when I finally admitted that like I had one um, and I went and seeked help. But when I finished it, I was out of it. So like going back and like reliving 
that entire, like all those feelings, it was definitely really hard to create and finish because I can't, you know, say that I'm perfect and I don't think that way at all. So I think that was the hardest part of finishing that video. At first, it wasn't that bad because I was living in that. But at the end, it was definitely way harder. But like, it kind of felt like closure. Like it was like the end of that chapter. You know, I made that and it felt good. I was like, okay, all my feelings are out and it's done. I was actually just about to ask you, like, it's such a personal project. And did you feel like you were sort of like therapy round two, like when you were going through and editing it? Oh my God. Yeah. And especially having to listen to those sounds over and over because the reason I picked those sounds were because they were genuine thoughts I had. Like when she, when each, cause they're all from different like movies, TV shows. And actually what started it was I was on TikTok a lot as everyone else probably is. And because, you know, they cater to what you're watching and I would watch all these food videos and stuff relating to eating disorders that I would hear those sounds a lot, like versions and bits and pieces of them that I use. And I was like, wow, I relate to this so much. And so when a found sound project came about, I was like, I know exactly what found sounds because I know exactly which ones I'm like, I relate to that. I've thought that thought. So I think that was definitely the hardest part of that. I relived, you know, just all those thoughts again because they were genuine thoughts I had. Yeah. How do you feel about it now? Like now, um... well, actually, when I got the email that it had been selected for the film festival, I was like, oh my God it can't be shown i can't you know i because also a part of that class that i was in with my professor who was very very helpful and you know loved all of us and wanted us to excel a reason i submitted to the film festival was because it was part of our grade it was a little five out of five like point project but um or not the project but like just submitting to a film festival and you know my work what i love to do is make an impact so this film festival was like perfect for me so um, I just submitted it and never thought about it again. So the fact that it then got selected, although I was pretty confident in my video and I was like, no, this might get selected. And it was always a thought in the back of my mind. But I was like, nah, there's so many, you know, videos out there. And then it went to a quarter finalist and I was like, oh my God, this many people saw it, which was scary. But I think it's really rewarding because a lot of people probably could relate to that, which is probably why it was picked as well. Well, first of all, congratulations. And the second, <laughs> like, is there an intention that you put into it where you want the audience to kind of sort of get something out of this? Or is it kind of a, you know, up to interpretation piece? I feel like it's definitely up to interpretation, although how I close it out, which is like kind of me, like in a mental breakdown, which actually that footage is from a music video I did, which was really expressing like, all my deep thoughts as well as to the song colors by halsey and that was kind of it that one showed how my eating disorder kind of started and like the snowball effect almost and then that one and so i used a clip from it because that video had ended with that clip at the end of me like curling into a ball um and i used it again because i feel like that should be the wrap-up of like i'm not happy and like it's not like a happy thing almost and so I actually did want to add a piece to it at the time that said, you know, for anybody struggling with an eating disorder, like it gets better, like you can get through this. But I was like, nobody's going to watch this. Why would I include that in there? But I wish I had because I hope people like related to it and can kind of like almost looking at it like from a mirror point of view, like you see yourself of like, wow, am I really going through that? Like, those are my thoughts, too. 
Like that shouldn't be happening. That's kind of the message I really wanted people to get from it. Yeah, I would say it's a really common thing. And I think, you know, when your piece is shown, like, I would say a good third of the room has had experience and can relate. So it's really really sad. (laughs) Yeah, it it sucks. But it's really important that you like make it known. And yeah, being, you know, how do you feel about being so vulnerable? Oh, it's really hard because that was something I always struggled with. I think that's why I got into writing. I loved writing because I didn't have to verbalize any of my thoughts. I could just write it all down. Even from a young age, I've had journals all my life, just writing all my stuff down. Um, so like being vulnerable in a video and also the reason I wanted to go into screenwriting was because I can, I hate being in front of a camera. So writing is the way I get everything out, but that was so much harder to do. And, um, I was just, you know, at a peace of mind of like, well, this isn't going to be shown in a class or anything. So my heart really did panic when, um, it got selected for the festival, but then I just kept reminding myself, I'm like, yeah, other people have been through this. And like you said, you know, it's such a common thing now that like, you know, I just hope people relate to it. And I try not to think about the fact that I was like incredibly vulnerable in it, but it is hard, like, especially then to show my family. Um, I mean, a lot of people have asked because I've posted that it got selected for a festival and I've kind of withhold from or withheld from saying, you know, oh, you could go view it here because it's just hard. But as far as public goes, like, I hope it really resonated with somebody. Yeah, of course. Um, so do you have any plans for this project after the film festival? Or do you think this is kind of idea wise, like finished up and you're ready for something else? I think it's definitely finished up, although I wouldn't be opposed to like kind of turning that person into a character because I've also like, um, I want to say like five months prior to my eating disorder starting, or actually maybe two or three months prior to the eating disorder starting, I actually had brain surgery. So I think that's a big reason as to why like it kind of snowballed into that. Um, So what I would probably want to do is make a whole character eventually out of that kind of story arc and everything I went through because I just feel like it's all very relatable and not talked about enough. For sure. Brain surgery is insane. And the fact that you dealt with that at such a young age and like through college and dealing with everything that comes to that is crazy. Um, Would you ever, yeah, I guess you would make a piece about that. Do you think that that would have some sort of message in it or would it just be kind of a narrative retelling? No, I think I definitely would want to make a message of it. Um, I actually wrote like one episode script, like to pitch one day maybe of this character and how she like finds out about um the brain tumor and then she you know develops this eating disorder and so um you know i would hope that with that it would tell more of the eating disorder because i feel like it spiraled um from like lack of control from the surgery and just be able to you know reach out to a bunch of people and have like a positive message of you know life's hard but like you're gonna get through it like you kind of just gotta keep moving okay work um so moving towards a little bit in the future do you have any goals or anything specific that you'd like to achieve in maybe like the next five years 
within the next five years, I would probably love to be writing for Netflix somewhere. I currently live in New Jersey and they're supposed to be opening a huge Netflix studio here. And I just want to like be a part of creating stuff that really resonates with people because I think I just like struggled so much and sometimes, you know, feeling alone and all the different things that I've been through and the light in it all is content I watch, the movies, the TV shows, social media. And so like just in five years, I want to be creating that stuff that, you know, really has an impact on people. Doesn't even have to have a deep impact, but alas, like anything, because, you know, for all these years, for the past 22 years of my life, like the movies and TV shows in the darkest of times, like have always brought like a smile and a laugh, you know? So that's all I want to do for other people as well. That's sick. Um, would you ever move into a directing seat for that? Or would you want to just write things and get them produced? No, I think actually I just, my last semester at Penn State, I took a directing class. And at first I was really nervous because the first day my teacher made it very clear, directors decide, they make decisions. And if there's one thing about me, I can't make a decision to save my life. I'm the worst decision maker. So immediately right off the bat, I was like, I'm going to be the worst director ever. But it was actually a lot of fun. And like, it really made me feel like confident because you have to make decisions. So I was like, you know what? We're just, I decide. And it was kind of one of those things that really helped me grow as a filmmaker. And I'd be very interested in directing, especially because a lot of directors also like you need to know everything. You need to know the writing side, the producing side. And I feel like I've excelled in those. So that made it easier to like step into that role as a director. Yeah. Do you like the control that comes with that? I think I do. I think that's what I ended up finding like so appealing about it because I could plan. I had control over the actors, the producers, you know, all of the crew and it was really fun and I kind of knew what I was doing. And because like, I'm so interested in the other areas and I wasn't so interested in directing, but because I knew how all of the other crew members like felt and I knew what being in their shoes felt like, I feel like that made directing like come very easy. And they all liked working with me as well. Like whoever I had on my set that day, because I could understand where they're coming from and which maybe not every director can really say. Yeah, you kind of have to work all the positions to get it. Yeah. Um, do you have anywhere right now where your stuff is available online or do you have plans for that in the future? Uh, yeah, so I have a website um, and then I also have a Vimeo account where you can watch this video as well. The Inside My Mind video that we've been talking about. Um, my website is just sophia leorande at weebly slash dot com it's a weebly account and it's all linked through like all my social media stuff which it's all sophia leorande um but yeah that's where you can look at all my work as well hey sick that was a lovely conversation thank you for yeah. being so honest and open with me i really appreciate it yeah um, of course yeah congratulations on your piece i can't wait to see it um thank you sophia for hopping on today i really appreciate it thank you so much for having me